It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. It's a little bit of a story time here to start, and this is an unconventional start. But then again, you are listening to the only college football podcast. You have no other choice. There's a story I want to tell, and it starts on December 8th, 2018, immediately after Atlanta United's championship, uh, the major one in Atlanta's history. Can't think of any other team in Atlanta that's ever won anything. Certainly not one team from Athens winning anything in Atlanta of any significant note. I'm saying that for a reason because um, I was facing about 80 feet of straight water out of a MARTA station and somebody next to me said they didn't want to mess up their shoes. So um, I let this extremely vain person jump on my back so they wouldn't mess their shoes and I took off in my waterproof boots Uh, with this dude behind me graciously thanking me for carrying him through the water, which anyone would have done because the person I was carrying was Ed Ashoff, the reporter, TV personality, um, overall mensch, an outstanding gator who passed away uh, recently due to complications from pneumonia and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. If you would like to pay tribute to the memory of Edward and I suggest that you do. Donations can be made to the Edward Ashoff Memorial Fund at UF's College of Journalism and Communications. Um, you can go ahead and just make out that check to UF Foundation. Send it to P.O. Box 14425, Gainesville, Florida, 32604. Make that attention gift processing. And in the memo area, go ahead and mention Edward Ashoff memorial fund because i would like to carry ed's memory forward because um you know even though i carried him once he was like having more extra sunshine in the room it was uh 
it was better when he was around. We're all going to have to shine a little bit brighter now that he's not. Spencer, what did he say to you when he was on your back in that puddle? You're so nice. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. This is the nicest. <laughs> like, he's just thanking me the whole time as I'm carrying it. No. Well, he's like directly into your ear. Yeah, in my ear. Like, in my ear being like, oh, man, this is so nice. Like, as if, one, I was doing him a favor, and two, um, he would like it to be this way all the time, right? That I should carry him around like some kind of enormous Star Wars beast. Okay. Or... Godzilla. Oh my god, it was as close as he got to writing Godzilla. Your blogzilla. Blogzilla. Godzilla. <sighs> now with that note out of the way, and uh, thank you for the forbearance there, we have a championship game to discuss, do we not? And what was the most important thing that happened at that championship game? Spencer met Alvin Kamara. I mean, that was pretty important, but it's not the most important thing Spencer that Spencer ate 36 oysters. That is also true. That is also true. Did I watch Alvin Kamara do a shot with the people in the booth next to us at the tweet suite? Yes, I did. Did he stand up on a table to lean over and do that shot? Yes. Yes, he did. Did he appear to have any ill effects whatsoever from that? None. Did Alvin Kamara is awesome. Did they have oysters in the tweet suite? They did not. They didn't have Wi-Fi in Demerit. the suite. No Wi-Fi, no oysters. <laughs> it's just not my environment. It lasted a whole game with, between those two hardships. Somehow, I endured. I prevailed. Much like LSU. Despite being down 17-7, managed to, I don't know, come back and score, I'm going to say 70 uninterrupted points. Roughly. I, I think we're still totaling the final numbers. It'll take some... Oh, it's like it's like it's like election night where we have to the provisional touchdowns. Waiting on the results from the fourth quarter to come in. Precincts are reporting in. (laughs) We can go ahead and call this election for the Tigers. Every game in New Orleans got seven quarters: first, Uh, second, lunch, French, third, fifth, and no supper. Let Let the record note, of course, that Coach O did celebrate national title with. Nightham. Nightham. He did. Yeah. He's the original. Is he the dean of Nightham University? If he wants to be. Fat back time. <laughs> Cochon de nuit. <laughs> but uh, speaking of Alvin Kamara, there were <coughs> other professional athletes in the Superdome on that night who also did memorable things, such as Odell Beckham Jr. punched a cop's poor sick ass. As the cop was trying to rain on parades, almost as literally as possible. I would like to go ahead and... Whapped him right (laughs) in his delicate fancy ass. I see this... This Sorry, this is Odell Baines Johnson, and he is my president. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put him in that territory because he, to me, has a 60s horror movie poster that's like in all caps like Odell Beckham Jr. punch me in the ass exclamation point exclamation point I think the important thing is that we learned uh, Odell Beckham Jr. would be a terrible hostage negotiator (laughs) because he took a tense situation and arguably provided no relief whatsoever a great action hero yes 100% but if you are if you are ever in a bank that gets held up and he is the hostage negotiator he'll just yeah you're but dead. Did, just, did he? So there's a difference between de-escalating the situation and, and different, creating differently an escalating it. Well, no, creating I, an entirely different situation. Diversion. I, exactly. diversion. Now you've muscle confusion, right? I like, think now, he watched Lethal Weapon too many times, where you Mel Gibson handcuffs himself to, to the guy who's going to jump, and he's like, "Now you're going to kill us both." You're crazy. I'm crazy. Like yeah. whatever the cop's plan was, it was out the window. He needed a new one because he'd just been punched in the ass by Odell Beckham Jr. We, we say punch, of course, it was a good game swat, but um, the, the cop, of course, has chosen to interpret it as if it was a punch. 
I suppose that's up to him. Uh, he should like he should know the only thing Odell Beckham Jr. trashes are kickoff nets, right? Like those practice nets. That's it. He's not going to hurt a cop. Now, I want to rewind a little bit, though, because Odell Beckham Jr. doesn't get there without a couple of things happening. One, the Browns miss the playoffs. <laughs> Which, is man, that the word what for what they break. did? Yeah. You yeah. Say miss as though they were aiming at the playoffs. Fair. Yeah. I mean, what are the fucking odds that the Browns missing the playoffs? I know. I know. What a, what a perfect storm. Here. So we say that it is very funny to remember that this is also the year where yes. Browns fans were like, Oh, we're going to make the Oh, playoffs. not just Browns fans. Oh, where the world... They where, were favored to win their division. Where the sane, rational world said, the Browns are going to make the playoffs. Sure. So I, whenever you have hope for the future of this country, just remember that even we, in 2019, came together and said, yeah, I think the Browns can make the playoffs. Yeah. How did we go to the moon? <laughs> oh, on accident. Well, we didn't. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we did That's didn't. right. Well, we did, uh, then how do we know it's haunted? Buzz Aldrin. Touche. Okay, sorry. And we're back. Okay, so when we pick up on John Glenn. Yes, correct. Right, as, correct. As, as he's, as he's Punching Neil on. Armstrong in the ass. I said, I said, <laughs> I like that I'm like, a few things to set this up. We're like, 1963. Mm-hmm. It goes way back. Mm-hmm. I, can I tell you what I'd really like to see now, which is for uh, OBJ to insist that we take this to trial? Oh, in New Orleans, and have and have the the fluffy the fluffy marshmallow ass little police officer get up there in the stand and talk about how mean old OBJ <coughs> told him he had a good game, and so he issued an arrest warrant. Judges issue warrants. Don't at me. Uh, and so he obtained a, a warrant for OBJ's arrest because he was literally butt hurt. He crippled my poor butt cheek. Oh my God! I'm, I'm, I've been able to do anything cheek related since nothing. Can you, I mean, can you show? Can you show the jury the, the knee brace on your butt cheek that OBJ forced <laughs> you to wear? My ass cheek is in traction. Oh just my one. cruel, sick butt pain. Um, it's just I think Odell was surprised to see uh, such questionable officiating in the Superdome. Um, so yeah, I can never recall that being an issue. I, you know, this is weird. You said that he was on the Browns and he missed the playoffs. This, are you saying that Odell Beckham was on a team that didn't fulfill its talent? All, all, I am saying that the cop in question who was mad that uh, various LSU fans were smoking cigars, like it's not like the, it's not like the Saints needed the locker room. Yeah, you know, it's there was time <laughs> to mitigate whatever odor problem would have resulted. He from also that. hasn't seen victory cigars in that. Hey, what are those evil torches? I do understand you might not be familiar with the practice. Do we think... Did one of you have a baby? I want to go back real quick. Uh, Jason, you have one thing to add. I was going to say, is it possible OBJ confused this poor ref with a Pac-12, poor cop with a Pac-12 ref? (laughs) It's entirely possible, yeah. Because those people deserve to be punched in the ass. Yeah, they were awful. They were delightfully awful. They lived up to the standard. Let's they really did. But I, they you know what? Diagonal to the standard. They held, they, I appreciated their sense of restraint in like waiting to be ass. I came here to do crimes and punch asses, and I'm too happy to do crimes. <laughs> There's a lot of asses. There's so many asses. It's a, New Orleans is an ass first town, yep. really. That's how yep. you're supposed to get off the plane. Like you get off ass first. It's kind of how you live there. Face down, ass up. That's the way I like to punch. Yeah. <laughs> the before the game, Odell was already quite festive, um, because I don't know. You play an entire season for the Browns. You gonna? He's. Want I mean, he's always been. Nothing about Odell Beckham Jr. has ever been like subtle. No, it wasn't to suggest that Odell Beckham wasn't going to, in his spare time, just chill. Right. That hasn't. Or how's this? A very, very active definition of chilling. Do you right? think? I, 
do you think every like questionable thing, if you went back and found everybody's Instagram and were like, oh, boy, I made a, be- I drank way too much there. Is Odell Beckham present at all of the like bad decision weirdness around New Orleans? Because between, are you saying he's like a haunted gump? Yes, he's like some kind of trickster god. Because between, because between the hundred dollar handshakes. And because originally, you have to remember, we knew the cop had tried to uh, had threatened LSU players with arrest. We didn't know he was part. Odell Beckham Jr. was part of that at all. <clears throat> and now he is. Yeah. So is he present like some sort of hate at every bad New Orleans decision? The hate tainting. Yeah, kind of like he's like the Joan of Arc of bad decisions. Right. Right. Oh, I got like, the New York Post line. Hate tainting <clears throat> saints haunt. <laughs> The so Odell is already, I think, quite festive when the game starts, yeah, and very relaxed. And then throughout the game, he becomes increasingly less relaxed and more festive. And then uh, I believe he tried to enter the band section, which not the first time Odell's done that. Right. Remember, he did that in Tiger Stadium and attempted to get to pay the band's fine for neck. There are no fines for playing neck; they just asked them not to do it. And Odell was basically offering to pay the band. So Odell Beckham shows up with cash. Demanding that people do things or just starts handing out. Not the first time this has happened. Not even close to the first appearance of cash-belching Odell Beckham, right? The second thing. Where you and I expel carbon dioxide. Yeah. <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. must rid himself of cash. He does. So that his lungs can function. <laughs> he burps. Seriously, he just burps coins like like Barney in that episode of The Simpsons like where they open a casino. Like casino. Yeah. <laughs> He's our greatest renewable resource for sonic rings. <laughs> right. So he's already, I think, gotten into several things during the game that he probably should not have been. Yeah. This is where I think Odell needs a, he needs a get-back coach in real life, right? <laughs> he needs somebody who's like, nah, buddy, get over here. Who's like, who's like, don't hand this player $100 with a television that, camera. I didn't, yeah, is, I didn't see that. Could, could we, Counterpoint could, via our own Joe Burrow. Those boys were no longer professional. That's true. Well, that's the no whole argument. Amateur thing. athletes. So, I, if if OBJ had a real life get back coach, do you think Jarvis Landry would be the most entertaining uh, candidate for that job? Reader, Ooh. I do. Because, yeah. like, think of all the photos of one of them running for a touchdown and the other one celebrating in the background. Yeah, that's no, that's that's, that's literally the job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is Odell Beckham punching someone in the ass and Jarvis Landry running behind him like, yeah. <laughs> well, I think I, I think. Awesome. Two pieces of feedback. First right? of all, one, I lo- love the energy. One, yeah, great swing. Second, <laughs> let's go over here. <laughs> yeah, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Don't stop. Keep it moving. Let's evacuate the premises. And I think at that point he also should have been like, just punch all the asses. Then it's yeah. a then it's like a fun right. group thing. So that's what when when they do take this to trial in New Orleans, I would, I do want to see the jury having to parse the footage like. No, he clearly said good game. So yeah. <laughs> this is how you, you say it right there. I, I would just this is how you say hello in Cleveland. You punch somebody in the ass. That's the best yeah, thing that happened to them do. all day. Yeah. <laughs> it's just how we do things in a gritty Midwestern way. Bam! <laughs> well, I clock in for seventeen hours at the ass punching factory. Hey, do what you love. Which is weirdly what they call the grocery store. That's how the pioneers tamed. That's how the pioneers tamed the yes. Cuyahoga. When, when I swim down Fire River, <laughs> in the ass factory. Yeah, that's how John Glenn got to space. He looked at space and said, "Bam!" 
right in the starfish between the cheeks. What is the moon but a big ass? And what is a rocket but a way to punch it? (laughs) Pow! Good game, moon. Smack time! (laughs) So Odell Beckham uh, got to the locker room. They were already smoking cigars because Mm -hmm. they were celebrating. And uh, you're not supposed to do that indoors. Because, much to my surprise, Louisiana is a... Uh, clean indoor air? It is a clean Act indoor... State? Not clean outdoor oh, air, right. but clean indoor they air. Gotta, they got to have some place to go to get clean air, and mm-hmm. it's not outside. Yeah, indoors <coughs> is where they quarantine that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, yeah. You keep the good air inside. Outdoors, <laughs> that's for smoking. I mean ham. Just put up ham next Smoke, to the factory. Smoked ham. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> On every street the, corner. Ham cigars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thinking about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Cigars full of ham. Why do you think they call them little smokies? Or maybe the cigar itself is a smoker, and within it is a bite of ham. A tiny ham. And it's like a, it's like a Tootsie Roll oh, pop, so, yeah. right? Yeah, you get to the porky side. How many smokes it take to get to the ham? Sit <laughs> <laughs> out, about, about two, two carcinogens? One Three good, carcinogens? One good, you got a mouthful of ham. Right, you give me the red meat, the carcin- the red meat, the nitrates, and the nicotine? Oh, yeah, share, bring There's it on. D- are, dip it in some bourbon while we're at it. Oh, yeah. Mm. Are, there, are, there are there ham-flavored... Are there ham flavored vape cartridges? There will One be. Thou- hang on, let's find out. Okay, there thank will you. be. After we just mentioned them, we have just made them real. So Odell Beckham uh, comes in, everybody's smoking cigars, and this one cop comes in, and oh. man. Okay, I just googled. Oh dear. I just googled savory vape flavors. Oh no. <laughs> man. No. This okay. Is a I found a is lot this like is I this thought. like the gross jelly bellies? Worse. Cantaloupe and prosciutto. Ooh. Crispy bacon. Is cantaloupe uh, and that's... prosciutto one? All right. Yes. So so to, so to be clear, the of the two you've named, both are pork. Yes. Both are um, ham. The third There's one more. I see is called flaming rabbit ass. The... Punch it. Rap. Okay. Uh, and one pretzel. <laughs> That's the Philly option. I think cantaloupe bar- bothers me the pretzel. most. Can- pretzel. No, pretzels. No. Pretzels. <laughs> the stupidest one because the, the others. The others are like flavors. Pretzel. Pretzel. Why the fuck would you bother a pretzel, to make a pretzel? I'm... Is just a salt and butter delivery mechanism. <laughs> pretzels for like. It an has no flavor. Pretzel is for like an eleven-year-old vapor. <laughs> yeah. Like you dip the mouth into the vape pen and mustard. Good. Oh, I I love going to a Phillies game and vaping a pretzel. Just smoking up a pretzel. Vaping the whole thing. A big old fucking honking pretzel. You ever want to put pretzel in your lung? I love having a skull full of pretzels vape. Aspirating pretzel salt, but now I'm picturing. Oh my god! Pretzel vendors like pulling the vape pen. Sir, you know you can't do that. Hey, you, hey, you don't know what you're talking. So the, yeah, you make a pretzel like it's it's like a one of the disgusting Philly pretzel vendors that like fart in a cup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get one of those things you put on your nightstand that like just puffs clouds just of pretzel, pretzel smoke yeah, all night you're, long. You're just letting the birds smoke these. It's pretzels. also it's also the give up Sir, level. The birds are very sick. Yeah, the give up level from prosciutto and cantaloupe. To the second one was what? Some Fl- other flaming uh, rabbit ass. Flaming rabbit there was ass. one before that. Oh, uh, oh crispy, s- bacon. Sm- crispy bacon, flaming rabbit ass. You're like, okay, says, good. You're good. There are no vendors. bad ideas. Pretzel. It's like having a Trisket flavored. I'm bait. not going to name the vendor because I find it upsetting. But this was the first Google result for savory vape. Flavors. I still think cantaloupe is the worst because that's a terrible fruit. No, it, it, an <sighs> Italian treat. Flavorful prosciutto wrapped in mouth-watering cantaloupe. No. The two, you know. Do you know what an Italian vape treat would be? A cigarette. 
many cigarettes. That's what an Italian vape treat would be. A speedboat full of stolen mafia cigarettes. And my wife, Francesca. At the risk of upsetting us all even more, I want to see what flaming rabbit ass is supposed to taste like. I'm afraid you're going to get an answer. I I too am afraid. Cantaloupe pretzel. I just want to know what the cop was thinking. Because there's... Like sixty. He said, "Ow, my weary ass." Cop brain. Cop brain is cop brain, man. You can't turn. It's like RoboCop. RoboCop. If he had, how been, would RoboCop? RoboCop. Oh. If RoboCop had been in the LSU locker room, he would have said, "You can't smoke in here. You have ten seconds to comp-. Like he wouldn't have. He would have had no context to say, like, "Well, they're having fun and they're just you know college kids and they don't get paid." Not a big deal. Like as long as as long as we're not destroying anything, I'll let it slide. Robocop doesn't let shit slide. No. So I guess what I'm saying is Robocop is real and he lives in New Orleans. If you punch Robocop in the ass, you're losing that battle. Okay. Uh, yeah, are yeah. you saying a, are you saying are you saying it would be surprising to learn that a Browns player badly injured himself in the offseason? Hmm. No. No, that that that's pretty common. If you had just taken out Odell, like if the cop had just come in, you know, there was what do you mean by taken out? No, I don't mean walk like, in there and like, kill him because okay. I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I was worried. Escorting no. him outside. Yeah. Right. You know, right. Everybody would have gotten that because I think if you'd gone, <clears throat> Mr. Beckham Jr. is a bit out of pocket. Right. Everybody would have gone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He just he, he's been that way for hours. Right. Just go ahead and slide him on out. But instead, you walk in there, and there's 50 guys who could stomp you out and turn this into a boot party instantly that you would not recover from, and nobody would. You know who Ogeron's friends with? The governor. Yeah. He had the governor of Joe Burrow in that room. Cop and brain. And this cop walks in cop like, brain. Oh, nobody's smoking cigars in here. Robocop. <laughs> I do like the idea of Cajun Robocop. Oh, Cajun, yeah. I'm Cajun Robocop. Robocop. Roborough cop. <laughs> why does why does Roborough cop have a little cash slot that you can put in? That ain't none of your business. Roborough cop a little rusty. <laughs> you know what? Maybe you. I am interested in many things, citizen. How about you make me interested in something else by putting twenty right here? Just put twenty in the Roborough cop. I'm it, trying to feed all the little Ro- Roborough Ro- cops. Ro- Ro- salary. Roborough cop accepts credit cards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The discount slot for cousins over here is right here. That's another ten dollars. Yeah, you got the one with the chip. Just leave it until I beat. <laughs> <laughs> Roberto cop has a little rotisserie on one arm, deep fryer in his back. He's a da- he has a daiquiri machine built da- in. <laughs> no attention span. <laughs> McDonald's ice cream machine that never works. That's broken. That'd be fine. This website has 28 different vape flavors that are oatmeal. No. No. Do they have one? You, I mean, how many different kind of flavors of oatmeal? What is it like? Oh, cantaloupe oatmeal? Can- pretzel oatmeal. Pretzel oatmeal. <laughs> oatmeal oatmeal. It's that double oatmeal stuff. Oatmeal e-juice flavors. Are we missing your favorite oatmeal vape? Probably, Probably fucking, fucking not. Yeah. All right. Give me the, the most disconcerting. Uh, oatmeal and menthol. <laughs> it, it does appear as though you can combine wow. oatmeal e juice with a bunch of other flavors, and the choices are like, you know, strawberry oatmeal. Um, okay, here we go. Cigarette oatmeal. Yes. Menthol oatmeal. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's like how you conjure. Welcome an to uncle. Randy Boss's bed and breakfast. <laughs> 
Like that's how a witch would create an uncle. <laughs> I've always wanted to combine dip and oatmeal. I was like mango oatmeal. That's weird. This and is, I scrolled down. Like, this oh, is extreme. Th- these are the things you do in Breath of the Wild, and they're like, here's your pixelated food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got <laughs> dubious. You got purple mush. This no, is dubious this food. This is the Breath of the Wild right here. Literally. Breath okay, of the Wild wait, babes. No, we got one more. Absinthe oatmeal. Jesus. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. It's going to be seeing little green demons. <laughs> yeah, we're going to see fucking Eldritch horrors. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> but yeah, well, like, what? But I'll poop a little better, too. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> My blood sugar is so steady. <laughs> the cosmic fiber of beyond it cannot be described. Is this the state food of Virginia? <laughs> It, it's the oatmeal that'll punch you in the ass. Oh my god! From the inside. From the inside. Oh, That's the perfect right. crime. I'm just, I'm just picturing the Quaker oatmeal guy with like a real shitty thin mustache, <laughs> and he's clearly not looking at you, the person who's considering the package. He's looking beyond. Right. Yeah, no, he's seeing things. He's seeing some fucked up shit right behind him. I, uh, yeah. So I don't, I don't really know what this cop was thinking. I don't know what he was doing. Cornbread vape. I, I think I think what there this cop is thinking is like cop 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 right cop, right cop, it's cop, robo cop yeah robo cop and of all the states to roll up like that and be like authority mm-hmm. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is the latest of several factors that makes me suspect although I have not looked into this that this cop is not of Louisiana extraction himself yeah, well I think by the way New Orleans PD has already come out and been like. Mm. That was not one of ours. <laughs> NOPD. Wait, it was just like a stray cop. It was He's a, like a mall state. cop. Well, I, I think oh, it was like a state. I'm just making shit up. Well, I, like I think Godfrey of, said earlier today it was state. There's like okay. a state authority. Uh, that Godfrey is an NFL gone. podcaster. So. Uh, right. <laughs> right. So it was one of these guys. I just like that New Orleans PD was like, <clears throat> we cover things where things are involved bullets, knives, <laughs> fire, or uh, uh, punching. Not butts. Yeah, not butts. The punching of a butt is not the purview of the NOPD. Or the NOPD would not interfere with the lawful business of the LSU Tigers football program. <laughs> <laughs> they would be like, that's a football crime and we are not related yeah, to that. That's what it really is. If any 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 state or city organization in Louisiana, they're going to know like LSU Tigers, that's above our pay grade. No, no. I'm, I'm afraid that <laughs> FBI, CIA, LSU, that's, <laughs> that's out of our jurisdiction. I believe that's between the Lord and Ed Ogeron. <laughs> John Bell Edwards got to oh. ask permission for him to park. Ed Ogeron got the load in the headlock again. <laughs> Let him up. And they tried to do that. <laughs> Turn him loose, Ed. Turn him loose. <laughs> you proved your point. <laughs> could God make a coach O oh, so strong that he could not out-wrestle him? <laughs> Only one way to find out. So there we was at the end of the sixth day <laughs> on an I quit match. And God looked up at me and said, Ed, I quit. And that's why on the seventh day we I said, let's go to Popeye's. Because they opened. Who knew that and the like face that of chicken joint, you found it. Who knew that the face of mercy would be a ham sandwich? Uh, is there anything Ham else? of God, you wash away. <laughs> You wash away everything in my tum tum. <laughs> like we're not even making that up. Ed Ogeron celebrated with a ham sandwich. That's right. Oh, also he wrestled God and pinned. And him. He wrestled God and pinned. <laughs> him. Oh yeah, he pinned God. Hey, I can't wrestle God's dad. 
That's the day I go coach the UL Lafayette Raging Cajuns. I ain't worthy of the Louisiana State University. They say to embrace salvation. Well, I literally did. If I can't take God, I'll go coach Arkansas. I... It, there were other things I did see at this game, by the way, that were completely worth it. I was in a suite full of people, including uh, the Dude Perfect guys. Remember the guys from the Trick Shots? They're all named Cody, and they're all from north of Dallas. And, man, life is better for them than it is for anyone else. It Cody really is. Cody with an H, somehow. Cody with an I. No, like K-H-O-D-Y. Cody. So it looks yeah. like every possible permutation of yeah, Cody. Very, very There's like one of, one of them is Sumerian. Right. They're really, they're really nice in everything you tell them. Uh, is crazy, right? If you're yeah. like, yeah, man, that was a turnover. They're like, that's crazy! <laughs> that's amazing! That's sick! A, like, a turnover's kind of a trick shot. <clears throat> yeah. They are perfect dudes. It's, yeah, they are, in fact, brand on perfect dudes. Joe Burrow's throwing some trick shots. All, all year, man! And you know what yeah. they are? Sick! sick! Yeah! Those are sick! Oh. I also met Lolo Jones, and I want to tell this story. Oh, God. Because I didn't know it was Lolo Jones. And I asked her She's what she... going to yell at you online. Uh, yeah, fine. that's fine. That's fine. This that's makes... good. That's good pub for us. This, yeah. make, this makes All me right. look bad. Because uh, I met her. I don't think it does. And they said... And I said, oh, hey, what do you do for a living? Because I didn't recognize her. And she goes, oh, I'm an Olympic athlete. And the first... What, what, what would you say if somebody's like, oh, I'm an Olympic athlete? Would what would say, you say? I would say something like, cool, what sport? Yeah, you yeah. say cool. What's for, right? Yeah. You say an and yes. You know what I said? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Interesting. That's that's nice. You just leave it at that. Like what you say to somebody when they tell you a job you have absolutely right. no input right. for. I'm an accountant. Sure. Yep. Oh, that's what's nice. Sport? <laughs> what's for? That's what I said. LSU football. <laughs> also, Drew Brees was right next to me, and I missed him because I was looking He's at short. I was looking at the the depth chart. You missed him oh. like he was one of your receivers. Well, I, I think you, you didn't see him because you were only looking at active football teams. Ah, correct. That's true. I really we should have said that to him in the booth. I bet it would have gone well. Hey, why are you up here not down there, Drew? Yeah. <laughs> You're not good enough to play, replace Joe Burrow? <laughs> Got no eligibility left? That's the funny thing. I'm not sure he is. <laughs> uh, you know, he did. Uh, he was, he's Purdue's second best quarterback of all time. It's like Gary Danielson, number uh, two, it's, Drew Brees. That's okay. Sure. It's Kyle Orton. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck. I like I forgot the inspector. I actually got a little mad there. <laughs> <laughs> you, did, you did. You were genuinely ticked. I forgot Kyle Orton. <laughs> Never forget Kyle Orton. Is there anybody who has like a booty hunter shirt in the NFL for sure more than Kyle Orton? Oh, he might have a tattoo. Well, Odell Beckham. It's, yeah, that's fair. It's, uh, after that game, yes. Absolutely. Uh and yeah, I did, I did meet Alvin Kamara, who, when he was wondering what Pac-12, I had one thing to add to Alvin Kamara's life, which was, where are these officials from? Oh, they're from the Pac-12. Oh, how's that? Oh, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's the not- Pac-12, it's bad. I would love it if this was the first awareness Alvin Kamara ever, ever had to have about the Pac-12. Right. Like, he kind of never heard of it, because, like, why would he have it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do they play football? <laughs> oh, damn. Is that like the CFL? That's amazing. Yeah, so that was uh, that was my experience. Is there anything from the TV broadcast that like stuck out to you? Because you know you don't get like you go to the game and that's cool and that's yeah. great, but you don't actually have the experience that most people touching the game do so, because most of them watching on TV. I think Holly and I both watched mostly the film room, right? Was- I, yeah. I was watching with Godfrey and Bud and Richard in a bar, so we did not have the ability okay. to sort of jump around. I am, I kind of want to go back and watch Refcast. 
Yeah, ref Because I'm, I'm fascinated as to what it they looked could, like a fucking game show. I didn't realize they were going to have a camera on each ref. They did. Yeah, and they did this for the entire game, and I don't, I don't understand. And there was that at a panel all. of refs just sitting there, just just talking about. I think it's sort of a, a, a contingency cover kind of thing. If you have the Pac-12 on your biggest TV show of the year, uh huh, you, know, you kind of got to have like okay. Listen, we, we, we do know the rules. Right. Uh, the, the, the trick is the guys who are on the main broadcast, they don't know the rules. <laughs> what we, this is an undercover boss situation. Yeah, I was, I, you know, I was thinking yeah, it was yeah. more like a, more like a I survived bad plastic surgery mm-hmm. story, mm-hmm. right? Like plastic surgery botched. nightmares, right? Botched. Yeah. <laughs> this is botched, the channel, but for officiating. Yeah, I, I, that's what I would like to go back and rewatch is that broadcast. Uh, the coach's film room was good, not the best because there was no Paul Johnson, there was no Les Miles. No uh, it did have no two coaches lift. who there don't like Fazio. each other. There was no Mac Brown, the which was Gundy Patterson nice. dynamic was very interesting. Yeah, like, Gundy was like from the get go, he was the journalist in the room, right? Which I'm sure he would love to he be does, described. He does. As. He was good at it. Yeah, I was shocked. he does look like a '70s like TV weatherman. Mm. Sure, yeah. that was probably the <laughs> camera. That was, but on camera, right? right? Like if you saw the 70s, right. if you saw your like local right. weatherman, I don't know if you've ever seen like your I'm local Dean weatherman. Winthrop. Exactly. And you're like, Dean Winthrop looks like 20 years older off camera. <laughs> that's what he, that's what Mike Gundy looks like on camera right, now, right? right. Mm-hmm. That's like a 70s weatherman is probably the last journalist Mike Gundy ever respected. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, that, was the, that was the peak of information right there. Old Flip McDowell out of Tulsa. Yeah. That man, he could read a they tornado. So he sort of, from the get-go, he was playing, you know, moderator, setting people up. He's very good at it. Um, He's a quarterback. He was. You he know? Was just, what was his job as a quarterback? Hand the ball to Barry Sanders. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this case, Barry Sanders. Is Gary Patterson? Generating volume was Gary Patterson. Yeah. Was fucking fired up for this game, man. Uh, and, like, you know, one of the smartest football men of all time. Had a lot to say. <laughs> my, my, I, I saw this on Twitter, but apparently at one point in the broadcast, Gary Patterson says... Hey, can you run that back? He says that to Mike Gundy as if they're watching film, and Mike Gundy's like, "I don't have the control." So I think what they do. <laughs> what is, are you talking about? I think they have Luganville right off camera. Yeah. Someone was, was running the. Clippers. Okay. Okay. And there were some really good moments where, like, uh, there was a field goal team run on, run off. The Clemson guy falls over the top of the screen. Gundy sees it. Yeah. And he's like, "No, no, no, no. Let's go back and watch that." So they watch that. They miss the field goal because they're watching this guy falling mm-hmm. over. Sure. On the side. So Relatable. They, you know, there were some good wacky moments like yeah. that. Um, there was uh, Derek Mason was there. Didn't say a whole ton, but you know, obviously that was good. And then there, of course, there was uh, Boston College coach Boston Jeff. Uh, What's who, his who last name? Je- it's Jeff Boston. Jeff, Jeff Boston. Boston. Jeff Boston. Sorry, okay. sorry, I got his name back. This is several opinions. This is a thing we should do with every BC coach, both past and future. You must You're, earn your name. Whatever your name is. Two thirds of them, in my memory, have been named Jeff. Right, but you become Jeff Boston. Like, I don't care who oh, you were coming like, in. It's like Raz Al Ghul. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. I think I, I like the Boston, Boston first. Yeah. Boston Jeff? Boston what Jeff. if it's Boston? Back in Boston What Jeff. if it's, quote, Boston Jeff Boston? Oh, what if it's Boston okay. Jeff Boston? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That sounds like Stone like Cold ben, Steve Austin. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, it becomes an honorific, like Ben Thunderbirds Kingsley. So, like, yeah. eventually you have to lose the Boston. You smash two iced coffees <laughs> together. It's a reminder that Ben Kingsley <laughs> It's fucking, it's fucking wicked cold. The, the Massachusetts rattlesnake, he's running wild. Fact time. He's riding a, a fucking Dunkin' Donuts coffee truck down to the ring. What are the, what are the worst beverages to do that with? The worst um, beverages milk. to do it with two. 
I was milkshake. Two, Milkshake's I was very bad. Creams. Yeah. Thinking, yeah. Yoo-hoo, so, yeah. yeah. Oh no! Wait. Uh, yerba mate. <laughs> Maybe like cantaloupe menthol vape juice. <laughs> yeah. God, I was thinking. Fla- I was thinking just flaming hot coffee. Right. Like, that's, <laughs> that's quite bad. <laughs> that's quite bad. <laughs> I don't know. Last carafes of coffee from those like. <laughs> I don't know. That would be pretty fucking See, badass. The heat and the, the heat and the shatter. But like, if you do that at the start of the match, who the fuck is gonna wrestle? The guy bleeding and Covered scalded. In <laughs> the caffeine's in my veins now. Yeah, I'm so man. hyped. That He's gonna lose on me. Coffee all over the ring. Debate me, you coward. Nobody's gonna come near that guy. Change my mind. Blood's not real. Change my mind. Fine. The belt is yours, sir. There's old. There's old. You want it far more than I do. There's old sodium and tap water. Hall. Here he comes. All right. So Boston Jeff Boston. Yes. What about him? Back in Jeff Boston. Uh, he had he was a lot right. of things to say. Yeah. I, he, it was. There were wildly varying energy levels in the room. Mm. Okay. Well, they stuck Derek Mason back there behind Gary. How's he supposed to get a word in? I think that was mostly to like to remind people that Derek Mason didn't get fired. I think that's why they had him on the coach's room. Would just be like, yeah, that's right. Hey, folks, still here. Is this Derek? Is this- I want to I want to catch this carefully because this is still my favorite sports television. <sighs> Uh, experience of the year, bar none, but this was, I felt, the weakest combination of personalities we had so far. In particular, I like it a lot better when there is like a dean in the room, when there's like a Paul Johnson or right. a Cutcliffe. An elder statesman. That can get the 50 something coaches to shut the fuck up for a second. No, what they need, and this is my proposal for the coaches' room, they need to just make it like the ex's room. Where there are coaches, but there's also ex-players. Because ex-players, particularly at the college level, mm-hmm. you'll get guys who never got NFL media training who will just slide in there and be like, that guy's trash. And, you'll, and then you'll have one of the coaches go, oh, I, I, I See, when you, when you said exes, I thought you meant ex, co- like former coaches of the teams oh. in the game. So it'd be like, here's Les Miles and Tommy Bowden. With, with we this, were going to do that. <laughs> well, well, bring the same energy to it. Like, oh, that guy ain't shit. <laughs> Yeah, I my I tweeted this out, but my proposal would be um, take the highest profile pack five uh, power five job that's available, take the candidates for that job, put them in the room, confiscate their phones, and make them do the whole game wondering like if they are missing a call. What if from we? This is how we realized we should do a podcast where we just rank other Vox podcasts that aren't us. Wow. Yeah. Could could we do the uh, coaches going for the open job thing, but the AD is, is in the, the room. Podcast? And he's going to listen to how well they break yes, down yes. this game. Yes, yes. He says nothing. He just writes quietly. And he just makes a lot of... Wow. So hmm. it's sort of like a final exam. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. I love it's that like idea. It's like a broken, really broken pool is. stick. I love that the idea. The loser has to coach UMass. It's sort of... It's like, it's the, um, it's like in, the, in Men in Black when they're like, okay, here's the shooting course. Yeah. And Will Smith is the new head coach of Baylor, which the, actually would be a really good how, choice. I shot the little that girl with her school books, and that's how I became the And that's how I got the, the Baylor job. Yeah. That is what you actually have to do to become the coach at Baylor. Damn. Shoot the hostage. So, that's a different movie. Spencer, did that's anything fine. else good happen at movie. the Twitter thing? Uh, no, that's it. That's, that's like li- literally all of it. I got sprayed with champagne by Alvin Kamara. That's not a lie. Can we talk about the meal you had? I know you had a lot of oysters. You talked about that on Twitter I did. as well. I did. I had 36. The next day, you were going to the airport to fly home. Yes. What was 
the meal you had before getting on an airplane? I went to Pesh uh, on Magazine. It was uh, delightful. And I had all of the following. I had uh, a full bowl of gumbo. Okay. Not a cup. A bowl. I had an order of their fish sticks. It's like five heavily breaded, like gourmet, fancified fish sticks with tartar sauce. I had a serving of broiled drum in a mushroom reduction sauce with sweet potato fritters, uh, which was not unsubstantial. Normally, when you go, oh, I'm going to this fancy fish restaurant, they're going to give me a postcard of fish. Au contraire. It's a solid whopperin of uh, a fish. A whopperin is a tremendous amount of food. Yeah, yeah. As a unit. Mm-hmm. I had two glasses of champagne, because why not? It's New Orleans. I was going to have one, and then they asked me if I wanted to have another. Right. The answer is yes. And then I had two cups of coffee and an enormous slice of key lime pie. Have you read uh, The Very Hungry Caterpillar? It, yes. Okay. That's all I wanted. And then I went, I got onto a plane. Yeah. And I, I got onto a plane for two hours. A and very hungry gator. <laughs> and when you emerged, you were a beautiful butterfly. No, it's just a fat ass. Just a beautiful fat ass getting off the plane. That was, that was all... I could be at that moment. That's what you know, when, that would be the best is a movie about like, man, this guy's going to do something. He's going to really like make something of himself. And he goes into like the metaphorical cocoon and he comes out and it's the same guy. So, so you're Captain America, except he just gets out. And he's like, yep, still me. Still me. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> just they, Steve they, Rogers. They open it and he's, he's just, it, boy, it's warm in there. <laughs> yeah. Just steamed Rogers. All right. <laughs> Full training montage. Step into the Actually, ring. Actually, he kind of loses some water Boy, weight. It yeah. smells, like, smells like pretzel vape in there, guys. <laughs> oh, he just hey, give me some of that. Huh? <laughs> he just sweats off a couple pounds. Oh, shit. He's smaller. <laughs> yeah. That's it. The very hungry caterpillar just comes out. Big old fatter caterpillar. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. It's all about acceptance and self Yeah. I, I don't. Uh-huh. Yep. I don't see why not. I think it's mostly a counting and color book, but. Yeah. I didn't eat again for like a day. You don't think the very hundred caliber caterpillar has uh, themes and life lessons to it? Um, you should is eat it about as much perseverance? as possible. Perseverance. Yeah. No matter how full you are, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you got to keep eating through that finish leaf. A, finish a fucking plate. Yeah. <laughs> you get one god to wrestle. You wrestle the next one. You just keep going. Take down the whole fucking Shiva. Thing, I'm uh, calling you out. Yeah. <laughs> you take down the whole thing. Shiva. I'm gonna see you in SummerSlam. <laughs> you got how many arms? <laughs> oh, I got it. Wait. <laughs> Man, I thought you said Shelob, and I was like, Shelob at SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's basically it for the like the I-36 oysters. I probably could have eaten more, but the, frankly, yep. they were pretty slow with the shucking. Uh, yeah. Wow. wow, so you caught up, and, and then you're just like, nope. I've, I've... I had to go. I had to go. I could have gotten like another. Over- the, the John Henry of oysters. <laughs> None. Not one. I, I had not a single. I ate... I ate 36. This is eel driving, man. (laughs) My year started basically football-wise with I ate 36 oysters, had two beers, went to watch a football game. LSU kicked the shit out of Clemson, and then I got to go go home. But now you're in Nashville. It's not all. Go Titans! Yeah, go tighten up. Tighten up. Yeah, we we are here at the height of Titans frenzy with. Titans it's overwhelming, isn't it? Oh, man. Everywhere yep. you go. I Actually, I don't think I've seen any Titans. I <laughs> saw um, there is a Wendy's uh, in town where on the sign outside where they would normally have like 
Frosty, only 19 cents today or whatever. They've just put a Titans flag in that. <laughs> For sale. It's just a Titan. Titans. <laughs> in the Frosty. No, in the just just, just to cover uh, it was, them. Yeah, it was right below. Like our recipe is quality. Yes, and then it, and then it just like, has the really Titans are. logo. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. yeah. Call, call me a Titans fan because I'm willing and verable. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs> 